Welcome to a new episode of Zach to the Future. I am your host, Zach Hilton. And you know what? You heard the song. Halloween, for me at least, is in full effect. We are we are going to be rocking some horror movie reviews for the next few weeks. I know coming to theater, there's a couple of horror movies next week. I'll change it up a bit. I'll probably have a review for... Uh, Kingsman, the Golden Circle. Uh, yeah, so that'll be happening. But since I am in horror mood, I have three, count them, three reviews that I'm going to give you right now. Um, the first one is going to be a movie that I wanted to see, I believe came out last year. I wanted to go to theater to see it. Um, I'll be honest, I'm not... A Tyler Perry fan I haven't seen any of his movies and then I got to see a trailer for a little movie called boo a Medea Halloween I was so excited I wanted to see this movie so badly I'm not even kidding around like I even talked to friends who seen it and they enjoyed it and it said it it had a good message and all that and I was like wow I need to go see this movie um but I never had the chance to actually go see it. So, um, fast forward to this year, there is a trailer that came out probably a month ago. I was just, you know, going through YouTube trailers, seeing what's coming out, and behold to my eyes, a movie, a sequel to Medea Halloween. That's right, Boo 2, a Medea Halloween. Now... I can't pass up seeing this in theater, okay? I just can't. And if you want to give me a movie about ghosts, goblins, zombies, vampires, and you want to put Tyler Perry's Medea in this situation, I'm going to go see it. That's just facts, okay? So the fact that I missed it the first time and you're giving me the chance to redeem myself I have to go see part two in theater. So before I do that, I have to watch part one. So I finally watched uh, Medea, Boo, a Medea Halloween, starring, written, and directed by Tyler Perry. And what it is, is about uh, Tyler Perry, he's raising these, uh, he's raising his daughter, and, you know, she wants to go to this frat party, and he finds out that she's going to go to this frat party, so he uh, enlists Medea to come, uh, Medea, well, excuse me, whatever, uh, to, uh, you know, keep an eye on her, and she does, she comes, she's, uh, you know, being all sassy, because that's what she does, she brings her friend, she brings Joe, uh, uh, into the situation, which I believe is also Tyler Perry acting, um, and, you know, a couple of other girlfriends, one who is adamant to let you know she has prescription, for weed so throughout the entire movie you're going to find out about that um so yeah so once once Medea uh you know takes hold of the situation and you know the Tyler Perry's daughter is trying to you know swear being like oh look there's ghosts that live in our house um you know she's trying to trick her and stuff like that and uh quite honestly the movie not as Halloweeny as I wanted it to be. Like I was in for ghost goblins and such 
attacking Medea, and it doesn't happen through majority of this movie until the end when the frat house decides they're going to prank uh, Medea and her friends, you know, with some killer clowns coming after them, some zombies, but it's all the frat house dressing up as it. And I'll, I'll be honest, like, I did laugh in this movie. I laughed uh, quite, a, quite a lot. Quite a bunch of laughs coming from me. Um, so when we get actually into, like, the false zombies and, you know, killer clowns and stuff like that, it, it really did pick up steam for me. Um, but at the same time, it wasn't exactly what I was looking for. Uh, then we get the message um, that like my friends talk about, uh, you know, Tyler Perry's character lets his daughter throughout the movie uh, walk all over him. And, you know, she knows about, you know, his, uh, uh, her mom cheating on Tyler Perry. And, you know, so she starts walking all over him. Uh, and then, you know, Medea starts like, nah, nah, you're not going to let this girl walk all over you. So the the message, you know, uh, you know, you're you, you just can't do, you can't let your kids just walk all over you. And, you know, you got to take control of your house and, you know, all that. And the movie is okay at best. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It kind of knocked the sails, the wind out of my sails uh, for Boo 2. I'm really... <sighs> I don't want the same movie, I'll put it that way, and, you know, I get that Tyler Perry isn't a big fan of Halloween, and he's doing this movie because the first one made a butt-ton of money, so I get that. Um, I, I enjoyed it, I laughed, I'll probably end up seeing Boo 2 because I made that promise to myself. I'm just really hoping... I actually get some ghosts, goblins, zombies, and vampires to face Medea. That's what you're advertising to me, so please give it to me. Um, I do think, though, even though I didn't get what I wanted, I think the movie's watchable for people that want the good message. You know what I mean? That, uh, you know, if you're a Tyler Perry fan, I believe this movie's good, you know, uh, in par for the movies that he puts out with Medea. So... Um, if you're a fan, I'd say watch it. If you're looking for like how I was, yeah, maybe not watch it because you're going to be slightly disappointed that you don't have zombies and vampires and, you know, creature from the Black Lagoon, the mummy, Frankenstein's monster, Wolfman, the Invisible Man. I digress. Anyways, um, yeah, let me take a sip of this coffee. Sorry. Um, so yeah, so if you're not a, if you're not a big fan of Tyler Perry, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say watch this movie. Um, if you're a fan of horror and Halloween movies, nah, you're not going to get a good spoof out of this. Um, so I'm hoping Boo 2 has the, the things that I want. I'm, I'm feeling very about it, but I'll give it a shot. What am I doing? Um, now... I'm going to move on to two more films, and originally I only planned on watching the one, and then I was just, okay, I'm going to jump into the sequel. Um, it is actually the 10-year anniversary since Rob Zombie's Halloween, and I put it on, and to be 
quite fair, I understand people's gripes with this movie. He goes behind the mask. You get more human out of Michael throughout the movie because the movie begins with Michael as a kid. If you've seen the original Halloween, I mean, it starts off Michael, spoilers, Michael murders his sister. We're seeing it from a first person view. Then um, parents come home, take off the mask. <gasps> it's Michael. Oh my God. Um, then a fast forward. Uh, 10 years later, then the movie really just ramps up. Um, this, however, the first 15 minutes, 20 even, is following Michael as a kid and seeing the the psychological damage he's going through and then, you know, seeing him in the, uh, the ward after he ends up killing his stepfather and sister, uh, and sister's boyfriend. So, you know, we're following him in the insane asylum and he's slowly slipping away like the Michael uh, Sherry Moon zombie uh, playing his mother. The Michael that she loves is slowly disappearing. And then, you know, he's wearing these masks in the asylum and, you know, sometimes he'll wear the mask, sometimes he doesn't, until he full-on wears the mask, and her Michael is gone. And then, you know, it fast-forward 15 years, and Michael's a man now, and he's still wearing the masks, and, you know, crazy as all get-out, not talking, and then it, uh, after he escapes the asylum, that's when it starts, uh, retracing the steps that people knew of like the original Halloween and you know the gores on high the 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 dialogue in that movie I really enjoy I think Rob Zombie is an underrated writer and director the way he uses the camera is really well for you know a guy that doesn't you know he he was a musician for crying out loud and he came in and he did like a house of a thousand corpses the devil's rejects which both of those movies horror fans really like and i like as well so giving him this mainstream opportunity and and directing a major franchise like halloween i personally after the first one seeing it and re-watching it here I enjoy it. I mean, if you put all the Halloween movies in uh, in front of you, you can't really say Rob Zombie's Halloween's not impressive. I mean, even for a reboot or remake, whatever you want to call it, it is impressive. Um, I enjoy it. I think the movie is very watchable, especially for horror fans, because like I look at guys that are you know that never seen Halloween in their life. And, you know, if you give me the option to be like, okay, do you want to watch Halloween? Do you want to watch Rob Zombie's Halloween? Which one do you show them? I really do think it depends on the person. A horror fan, someone who's really, you know, wants to learn about the past, sure. John Carpenter's Halloween all day. Hope you enjoy it. Hope you really like the subtleties, the, you know, the tension that builds the music. While... You, you know, if someone's just on a Friday night, hey, I want to watch 
a horror movie to get some jump scares and stuff like that, I might say, hey, watch Rob Zombie's Halloween. I might not guarantee that they like it, but I think out of jump scares and just something to put on, they may enjoy that, you know, that twisted outlook on this film. Because, you know, a lot of gripes come out like, oh, he, you know, he just retraced steps and just added his Rob Zombie flavor. But the movie is different in a way. It's not at all the same movie as John Carpenter's. So give him credit for trying to do his own thing. So I say see Rob Zombie's Halloween. Uh, it may not be your cup of tea, but I definitely think, as some of my friends would say, the movie is metal and gore dialogue the way he uses the camera i love malcolm mcdowell in this uh scott uh taylor i believe's her name uh who plays Lloyd strode not too bad danielle harris returning in this she played jamie lloyd in part four and five of halloween and then she got cast into this um as now playing annie and i think she does a fantastic job i I just think there's a lot of good moments in halloween and it's scott taylor compton um scout taylor compton who plays laurie strode i think she's wonderful so after i watched this one i debated do i watch part two there's a lot a lot of luggage with part two let me tell you if you didn't like halloween you don't like Halloween too. And I'm I'm going to put this out there and I have no problem fighting this. I really like Halloween too. That's why I was kind of like, ah, do I want to watch it? Do do I put it on? And I did. I I put on Halloween too and I was engrossed. I was I was in from beginning to end. I love the psychological like crazy in this movie and recently i watched um and now don't burn me to the stake when i say this just hear me the fuck out okay so recently i watched the shining and i'm i'm not really a big fan of it. I, I I do hear my friend Matt told me that uh, there's a two-hour cut instead of the two-and-a-half-hour cut, and maybe that would help me out. But if you watch that movie and you watch how, like, the psychological, like, madness starts to incorporate through the movie, and that's the stuff I did like of The Shining. I just think the pacing was just so damn slow. But I love the imagery of that movie. This movie, Halloween 2, kind of gives me that same kind of feel. Like the madness slipping. And what they do in this movie that I don't feel a lot of movies like. For instance, Friday the 13th. Um, you know, Tommy Jarvis is crazy. And he goes into a madhouse. But then slips out. But he seems normal. And, you know, it's it's whatever. But when you look at your survivors, you never see them go through the trauma of uh, or, you know, what happens to them after and they just seem normal. What Rob Zombie does with part two is take um, Laurie Strode and she is in this like mental breakdown throughout the film. 
and I'm not saying like every character needs to go through a mental breakdown once they uh, once they face the bad guy. But what I am saying is it's it's cool to see like what kind of damage something like this puts on a person because Annie goes through the same thing. She's a survivor from part one and she's not gone crazy, but Lori Strode spoilers is Michael's sister. So she does have some of the family issues that Michael went through. So with Michael going crazy, yeah, I mean, Lori Strode would go crazy too. And throughout the movie, Michael's seeing this white horse and his mother all dressed in white and his younger self guiding with him and stuff like that. Like the movie is trippy AF and I really enjoy the different take. Like a lot of people were wondering if it was going to go the same route as the original Halloween 2 based in the hospital and stuff like that. Where Rob Zombie decided, all right, you're letting me, you let me in your sandbox and I built the sand castle to your liking. Now let me build this other castle to my liking. And I enjoy his sandcastle. I really do. I think the movie is totally watchable. I think it's, you know, it's a crazy ride from beginning to end. I, I the only thing, if I have any critique and I won't, you know, spoil is that there's a dream sequence in this movie near the beginning that I feel is too in-depth and too time-consuming, and I think they used in their marketing a lot, um, that just, I, I wish they didn't do that because it, it falsifies things, if you will. Um, but overall, what I really love is that Halloween and Halloween 2, Rob Zombie's Halloween Halloween 2 are... A companion piece that flow really well together and I think do a good job of telling this reimagining story that John Carpenter created is it my favorite absolute not absolutely not but I'm gonna be honest Halloween is getting away with so much junk in their own franchise like you have Halloween 1 and 2 which John Carpenter was a part of and Michael Myers you know he's supposedly done then Halloween 3 doesn't even have anything to do with Michael Myers people get mad so we bring back Halloween uh, we bring back Michael Myers for Halloween 4 5 and 6 but people don't like how that story went so we don't count those movies like they literally go don't count those Halloween H2O direct sequel after John Carpenter then we do Halloween Resurrection which was trash I mean the trashiest movie in the world I can't watch it anymore and I will not watch it anymore then we gave Rob Zombie these two films which I think were a fine complete storytelling and now Halloween next year brings back Laurie Strode and it's a direct sequel from part two but wait a second I thought Halloween H2O was a direct sequel oh we don't care about that one either like literally we can make up anything as we go along with this franchise so to gripe about Rob Zombie's take and all that I don't think you can I think it's just it's an elseworld tale of Michael Myers that I got behind I think it's great and don't be confused I am 
am totally excited about Halloween uh, next year, 2018. Written by Danny McBride. Are you kidding me? I'm in starring Jamie Lee Curtis. Are you kidding? Yes, of course I'm. I am. Erase that garbage known as Halloween Resurrection. Do it. I'm in. Oh, I'm worked up. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay. Well, thank you for listening to uh, Zack to the Future. If you want to listen to past episodes or any other episodes like Take It Home or my personal podcast where I'm talking about uh, my upcoming kid, uh, my chronicle is up there. Uh, just go to podcastingcouch.podbean.com or you can just search on iTunes, The Podcasting Couch, listen to all those shows. You can follow us on Twitter at Zach's Movie Show. We have a Facebook, Zach to the Future. And if you want to shoot me a email for a movie that you want to watch, uh, want me to watch uh, if you disagree with me or anything like that gmail right there uh, Zach's movie show at gmail.com uh, also twitter you can uh, gripe to me there like I said that's Zach's movie show so thank you for listening I will see you next week and uh, Halloween's here baby